Welcome to Inside of Trader's Mind. I am your host, Kyle Darty, and I'm here with Sammy Tovar. Hey, everybody. This week, we're going to talk about fractional disparity. Ooh. Fractional disparity. Yeah. One of my favorite things to use uh, to get multiple pips, I think, in the market at the same time on multiple pairs doing the same or the opposite things. It's actually pretty wild. There was actually a great example of uh, fractional disparity uh, today or yesterday or today in the market, sorry, um, of a few, few different pairs. Um, the euro, euro and the OS and the pound um, all kind of did like the same type of pattern right off of the 800 on the, um, the 15 minute chart. The right. Moving average. Yeah, and it was pretty cool. Like, nice double top went short right in yep. London. Yep. So, and like, I think I have a you know a few slides in a couple of minutes. We'll go through to talk about a little bit more. One of the things what's really cool in forex, and this is like a lot of investing, but what's really cool in forex in particular is like there's so many hidden efficiencies like this, right? Where you're like, once you learn how to do something really good, and you're like, there's like, trust me, if you can trade this you know method, a method really solid. There's probably three other ways to make money off pips or make more pips off of what you're doing in the background you don't even know about. And fractional Absolutely. disparity is one of them, but it's like, I'll just, I'm going to preface this entire podcast with, if you're not solid performing, like just one pair at a time, don't even attempt this at home kids, because you will crash the plane into the mountain, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. It actually, this is so like fair warning this is a advanced trading method um, that you're going to use with your current strategy or whatever strategy you use 100 this isn't something you just like jump into like oh fractional disparity like first right. off what even is fractional disparity sammy why don't you tell us what fractional disparity is all right so in a nutshell is there's, you know what, let's jump in. Three. I, I prepared a couple slides to kind of, it's it's probably much more esoteric if I talk about it versus if I have a concrete thing to show it. So if you want to share your screen really quick, we'll just start with the first slide. It's really easy to explain that way. Perfect. Yeah. So if you guys are watching us on YouTube, um, you'll be able to see the slides that we're putting up right now. All right. So fractional disparity. Now, like I said, this can get like very... Um, I guess like three dimensional is probably the best, like the best way to explain it. So let's start with just like this example. So you have the Euro yen and the, the key with the Euro yen is, is you have a base, which is your first currency in a pair. And then you have your quote, which is your second currency in a pair. So let's say you're looking at Euro yen and pound yen. All right. Well, there's a control pair in this instance. It's the, it's the third pair, right? It's almost like the third mind, and that's the euro pound, all right? So now if you take a look at that for what it is, there's some considerations that you need to make when it comes to fractional disparity. And that really starts with understanding there's the three pairs. That's your trinity. That's like what you're looking for, right? But it's understanding what is happening on each pair. Okay, because if two of these pairs are moving and a third one isn't moving, then you got some good fractional disparity going on. Exactly. If one of these pairs is moving and two aren't, then there's something else going on. Okay, so you have to also understand what is happening with each base and what is happening with each quote, right? So in this case, maybe like today, 
the euro yen and the pound yen came screaming down. So I looked at the euro pound and it was kind of chopping, right? May have shot up and down a little bit eventually, but coming into this day, like we must have had a really strong yen and a really weak euro pound, euro and pound separate as bases. So you have to understand each part. Really, what you're looking at here is you're looking at euro yen as a pair, pound yen as a pair, euro pound as a pair, but then you're also looking at the euro on its own, the pound on its own, and the yen on its own and how it's performing, right? So once you can identify the control pair and you look at the trinity, then it's like, okay, does this disparity move together or does it move apart? All right. So now let's just say we had a super strong, like long euro pound. All right. And let's just say because of that, we had a long euro yen. So we got our euros really strong, right? But maybe our yen isn't so strong and we have a weak pound, right? So that's going to be a pound yen that maybe is falling a little or it's just neutral. It's just chopping. My personal favorite is when one of these pairs is just chopping, like it's like compressed in like a you know, 20, 30 pip range. And I like it personally when I find the pairs and like, you know, for anybody who's listening right now, last year, like one example that pops into my head really clear is I like the pound Swiss against the Euro pound because the Euro Swiss is typically pinned together just institutionally. They don't try, they like, they move in sync pretty much. So like last year on the daily chart at the beginning of April after Q1, we bottomed out on um, Euro pound and we were topped out on pound Swiss. So as pound Swiss fell, Euro pound was shooting long. And I know that's kind of hard without seeing the charts, but go back and look on a four hour chart. You'll see right when those things rose and right when they fell together, hit the next slide. And I can kind of like, you know, show a little bit more uh, what that looks like. Okay. So here's the example from the previous page, right? So are all the Euro as a base, this is now, now we're looking into the actual Euro pairs, all the way Euro Aust, Euro CAD, Euro Pound, Euro Yen, Euro New Zealand, Euro Dollar. Are those all falling or are those all rising? Okay. Same with the Pound. Go over and look at the Pound as a base. All Pound Aust, Pound CAD, Pound Swiss, Pound Yen, Pound New Zealand, Pound Dollar. Are they all rising or are they all falling? Because when that's how you determine the fundamental strength of a base or a quote. Now we can go back and look at the JPY across Aussian, CAD yen, Swiss yen, Euro yen, pound yen, New Zealand yen, dollar yen. The quotes are all on the back, right? It's the second currency. You go look at all of that information. This is why so pardon my language, but you should not be fucking with this if you don't even understand how to trade one pair correctly or efficiently or consistently, because this will just blow your mind. But it's when you can, you can put this, this context in and then you look and see, like in this example, how is the control pair behaving? Is it just chopping sideways, right? Or is the disparity, like I said, is the disparity moving apart? Like in my example, I, I had the pound Swiss was moving short and the Euro pound was moving long. So I was seesawing. Right. So, but I knew that like, because my Euro Swiss 
I should have put that on this slide instead, but my Eurosys was just chopping. It was just channeling. Yeah. And then like I was at the high of the year and I was like on the high on the four hour chart. And I just extrapolated into that beast of a trade, you know, and it, those are, that's the hidden efficiency, right? And really it takes a ton of behavioral flexibility and sensory acuity. You have to be looking at stuff like, on all these different angles and you have to grow into it. Like Kyle, you're really lucky. You grew into it. You trade professionally though. A lot of people like they don't have the time to pour in that knowledge and know what to look for. Right. Um, well, I got we'll one more this, though. We can help them. Yeah. Yeah. You but know, actually so before we go to the next slide, I actually got something to, uh, to add to this. So I found, so just a little um, tip, I guess I found the best time to take advantage of fractional disparity is after a yeah. bank holiday. Oh yeah. After a bank holiday. So, because, so if we're looking at today, like perfect example today, there's many different pairs between over the pounds and the yens that moved, um, the pound moved short and the yen moved long. Right. right? So we right. had, we had multiple different pairs shorting with, um, the, the great British pound today. So, right. but yesterday was the bank holiday. It was, um, um, what was what was yesterday's holiday? Was it some holiday? Martin Luther King. Martin Luther King. Oh yeah, Martin Luther King Day. So bank holiday for the U.S. It stayed in, like you said earlier, it stayed in like a between a twenty and thirty pip range. Yeah. And then it, I knew because I could see towards the end of the day, the moving averages and the Bollinger Bands were compressing on the short time frames, and I was yeah. like, this is going to launch tomorrow short in London. Like, yep. it, and it went like every one yeah. of them gave you the per, like the same almost the same the same pattern. Right. All across the board on all most of these pairs. Yeah, so, you came in off the high of the day. I mean, everything was locked in. Now, that's this exercise literally on this slide, what you just said. You went through, you knew all the pounds were falling. Yep. You knew all the yens were right. The yens as a quote were rising, right? So now your job becomes go look for the hidden efficiencies. Take the number one, take the strongest move. And then go look at the Trinity. Go look at the three pairs and see if you can catch the backside or another move. Right? Absolutely, yeah. And no. if you can catch, if you can catch the short, uh, that uh, if you're going short, if you can catch um, something going long on well on a different pair, that's yeah. pretty. That's also pretty cool. I mean, it's nothing totally. really different between taking another pair short, but I think it's really right. cool when you're able to buy and sell on two right. different pairs using this uh, this type of method. And this works. So, like, hit the next slide really quick. And this works every pair, right? So if you're looking at like pound cad, right? Pound dollar US cad. So here's a really good, another example. Let's just say pound cad, man. Sometimes you look at charts and they're just chopping around, right? That's your control pair on the backside of this move. So if pound cad maybe is just chopping, right? But US cad is like slamming down. And pound dollar has a, they all have to have data before you make a move. You don't just jump in pound dollar long without a pattern, right? And without data, right? And 100%. I think the next podcast, we're going to talk about a checklist. Oh, but yeah, we are. It, I can't wait for that one. Weird things. You know, when you teach this stuff and when you learn this stuff, it's like one thing, you never make a decision in Forex based off one thing. You have to have context. You have to have a rich environment of data because you're creating a model of high probability, right? Yep. So in this, yeah, in this example, we're looking at, are all the pound bases rising or falling or are they chopping, right? 
are the U.S. bases or quotes falling or rising? And that's like, this is where you come in and you start looking. If you have like a multiple time frame bias journal, you can look at that. If all your arrows on your, your trading plan, your journal are pointing up for this pair. I can look at it on one piece of paper. That's why I designed it that way. I don't want to look at all the pairs. I want to just look high level. Where am I going? Well, everything's pointing up or down, right? So now I know. And then I can go in and look and see, okay, wait, all the yen quotes are falling and all the like majors, you know, the um, bases are rising. So here's what we got to do, you know, and that's how you catch the back of these. Now, that's the, the other part is how is the control pair behaving and is disparity moving together? In this case, it's moving divergent. You have a pound dollar long and a U.S. CAD short, which means you have a weak dollar, right? And a strong pound. Now, here's the deal. There's an evil part to the backside of this, and that is equity, like managing your money, right? Like, yeah, I feel like we just talked time, about that. <laughs> I know. We just talked about it last week. How many times have you sat there? I know I've, I've a million times I sat there and I'm like, I'm scaled into this beautiful trade. And I know that I know the fractional disparities running on the backside, but I just put all my equity into this trade. You know, I always have three bullets to, you know, to shoot, but it's still yeah. like, dang, it's just like, when this market gives you on a silver platter, these efficiencies, like really have your head together on how you're going to manage your money, because there's a lot like, yeah, I think, this, you, had, I think you had the F word in the, in the you know, the notes oh, for the, this. There's a fucking lot. <laughs> Dude. I know I just tried to smash through this. This takes a long time to learn. Kyle, how long did it take you to learn this? Like for real? Like if Man, you were like I think I think I just finally got proficient at it like maybe six months ago. Yeah. Like was the first time so, I'm able to like because not only do you have to manage your equity, right? Because right. you can't if you sink all your equity into one account one trade or one pair, you're not going to be able to take those other ones. Right. What you want to do is you have to work through a trading plan. How many pips do you plan to get from this? Like, are you cutting it off at a certain thing? So I'll right. tell you what I do is I go for 40 pips, right? If I if I know if I've done my analysis and I know that I'm going to take trades based on fractional disparity, what I'm going to do is I'm going to either cut the lot size in half or a, or a quarter. And I'm going to take this and I'm going to go for like 40 or 50 pips per trade, depending on the pair. That way mm -hmm. I'm, a, I'm massing um, instead of, you know, like a one to one, maybe a, like a one to two or a one to three um, across all of our, all of these pairs, like a right. winning ratio. So, so I'm winning three times what I would normally win on a single trade. It, you know, yeah. I just sunk it into a 40 pip, um, a 40 pip right. single trade. Right. Totally. This, this whole thing, this, I was real hesitant to even talk about this because I know like it's a pretty complex equation yeah. and there's a lot to it. But the reason I think it's important is so that people know when you master like your method or our method, the key to the whole thing is there's so much more opportunity on the backside of this. Right. And I don't oh, even absolutely. actually, this isn't even a module in, in our inner information because it's so like, just first learn how to trade and then we'll work you through this kind of process because it's so, and it's deep, man. And you got to get, you got to walk before you fly, I guess. Right. Absolutely. I feel like, um, I also feel like, actually feel like our method is the best for fractional disparity oh, because, because you see you see that the patterns that we go over in in our method and coaching you see the oh. patterns those patterns show up 
on all of these different pairs. And like oh. once you once you see them enough, man, you never forget those. You don't. Patterns. You don't. If you see if you see a double bottom on Euro pound and a double top on pound Swiss, mm -hmm. they're doing this. And it's just like, boom, I got, I'm in it. I got it. I don't even like, it's just like, it'll turn into clockwork. Like for you. Okay. Just six months ago, it really started clicking. Like I met you two years ago, man. So like Dude, it took yeah. a year and a half of really knowing <laughs> what you were doing to take advantage of this. But that's my point is on the horizon, these hidden efficiencies are like everywhere in Forex, you know, and there's, there's a lot of gold in there. Absolutely. Actually, while we're, while we're here, I do want to show a quick, um, for all those watching on YouTube, I want to show a quick example of what we're talking about in the market. So if actually if you guys could take a look, so pound yen, one more we're talking about. So this is the one I took along with pound yen. So we have this nice double top pattern here. Yeah. Euro yen, same exact pattern, same exact time. There it is. Right. Check this yep. out. It's all there, dude. It's all there. And we got Onion, USDJPY, another one yeah. right in London. This one doesn't offer you a lot of pips. 40 is pretty good if you get out of it. So most of the um, most of the um, the pound and the euro pairs, um, anything attached with yen on it yeah. was, was perfect. So we even get another so one on CAD yen. That's a that's uh, a good example of that's a good example of all yens as a quote. All yens as a quote, yep. All the it, pairs with JPY on the back were shorting, which means your yen was fundamentally the strongest currency. Yes, exactly. So when you get that in your head, all you got to do is swing through all the pairs that end in JPY, mm -hmm. and boom, you you take the pretty one, right? That's like, what I. Hey. That's what I love to look at. So we had like what it's so. You and I use special tools for this particular, like to find you know, which currency is the strongest. But if you didn't have these tools, here's a good way to take a look at it on how right. I identify these. So we actually start to see on like, even if you go to the day chart, right? So this is how you'd figure out that the pound is going to short. So we know overall, if we're looking at the majority of the pound pairs, we're going to take a look and see the major ones that, that are mostly traded. They're all going to short. So we have this giant double top and we even have this small one in the day chart. So we know at some point it at least has to come back down to the 50 moving average or with our indicator, at least has to touch this floating base. Which right. gives us a lot of room to short and a lot of pips to go. So you can even take right. a look at it and you, you see on the four hour chart from a few weeks ago, right? It reached that high of the month yeah. in January. Virgin. And now it's starting to drop back down a little. It is going to continue long, but right now it just has to come back down and reset itself uh, before, right. before it launches back up. Because we have the divergence here on the four-hour chart. Looks like it's going to form that. So and this is this is how you just this is how you recognize um, that pound is, as a major player in the forex market is going to short. Now you're going to look for what's going long against the pound what's strongest against the pound and by using that that same type of analysis method you can figure that out too and the you know the key is is like so you're just you're zooming through these time frames yeah we probably need to do a module or a podcast we're, we're going to talk about multiple time frame multiple analysis, time frame analysis. <laughs> yeah. this is like it's the most powerful way to stay says we'll just keep that for a different podcast Absolutely, all right yeah let's wrap this one up bro
Yeah. All right. Cool. Um, is there anything else you want to add about this? I mean, we, we no, know a lot I mean, of info, dude. So and it, it's, probably it's not. so complex. What I, like I said, my only like key thing is, is like learn to walk first, just get your consistency down, just nail your hundred pips, 150 pips, 200 a week, whatever your goal is. Once you get that and you're like, Hey, I'm 80, 90% accurate for like a year. Yeah. We start working on this stuff because it's, it is, it takes a whole different skill set to think. Like when you're thinking about what I'm going to do on one pair, right? If I've got four choices, you're not even thinking about a trinity of pair. You're not thinking about three pairs at once, right? And that, right. that took, I mean, man, that took me forever. You know, and I didn't have anybody like really, I, I, got I know, man, <laughs> bought a course, but I didn't get any coaching on it. It was like, here, here's the info kid, go figure it out. You know? And that's the shitty part is like, nobody really explained it to me in these terms. So it got really difficult, you know? I know. Yeah. You just, you tinker and you explore and you, until, you know, until you finally get it right. Yeah. You man, lose a bunch of money thinking, you know, it, you know, oh, man. Yeah. So I will encourage everybody, um, please master your initial method first or learn the Forex lightning method with us. So we can actually teach you how to like crush some pips. But guys, if you do have additional questions on this, you can actually, I'll let you email me. You can email me at Kyle at traveling um, and I can, I will get back to you and I'll answer some questions about fractional disparity uh, cool. in, in a little more in depth. But uh, guys, if you could like and subscribe to the YouTube channel and um, if you're listening on Spotify, please um, like and follow the show so you don't miss an episode. If you could too, if you're an avid listener, you listen all the time, please give us a rating so we can get this in front of more people. The more rated, the higher ratings we have, uh, the more people that Spotify is going to put us in front of. And I would really appreciate that. Sammy would appreciate that. Um, you can follow me on Instagram at that's Mr. Darty to you. And you can book a free strategy session uh, for coaching with me at travelingtraderpro.com or transformmytrading.com. Until next time. All right. See you later, guys. Cheers, everybody.